John Katz and Matinis. 77 Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night Show. John, you are on fire today. Well, I feel like, you know, there's so many things going on that's not right in our city, in our country. And you know who, who's going to be turned on by that? Peter King. How do you feel about congestion pricing? All your constituents, all your friends in Long Island are going to be, how do you say, they're going to be screwed. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Was that Peter King or somebody else? No, that was Peter Finch. That was Peter Finch. John, I was sitting home trying to relax and enjoy myself. <laughs> Look at you guys. My blood pressure's going through the roof. You got to calm me down now. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's crazy. They're going to screw everybody. I mean, yeah. New Jersey people want to come on the show, and, and I said, well. New Yorkers don't give a damn about the New Jersey guys. They care about Long Island. They care about Westchester. But I care about New Jersey. I have a lot of friends in Jersey. So tell us how Long Islanders feel. Listen, this is going to be a key, I think, to Lee Zeldin's election. People on Long Island are outraged by it. People living in Queens, uh, uh, communities like Astoria and others, Sunnyside, Woodside, Jackson Heights. These people are not going to be able, in many cases, afford to be, uh, uh, be able to go into the city. That's going to hurt the city economy. It's going to hurt Manhattan business. And it's certainly going to impact on the taxpayers and the citizens and residents of the outer boroughs. No, no, this is insane. It's just an attempt by the MTA to rob money to make up for their mismanagement. This is wrong. It can't be allowed to go ahead. And I'm confident. I'm confident Lee is going to raise this as a major issue in his campaign. Well, listen. The, the big thing in uh, Zeldin and on Hochul and is, is who's going to keep, whom do you trust to keep New York City, New York State safe? Bottom line. And now the new one, congestion pricing. If they want to, how do the old Greeks and Italians and the Armenians say, or, or the, uh, and even you guys, the Albanians. Yeah, probably. They want to what? <laughs> and they want to put their what? Their thumb they on you. They want to suck your their blood. blood. Oh, yeah. I mean, when's it going to end? They want to suck your blood if- and take every ounce of blood out of you and by charging you congestion blind, uh, pricing. And is it good for Peter? It's Richard Weinberg. Is that good for the environment when you have all these backed up cars? Well, that's the other thing. I mean, you know, there's so much hypocrisy coming from the left, coming from the progressives. I mean, you just brought out as another example. I mean, among the most flagrant violators of climate uh, change are Democrats and progressives with John Kerry with his private flights, uh, Kathy Hochul flying around New York State, and he are uh, backing up cars on the 59th Street Bridge to suck more blood uh, blood money out of the residents of Long Island and Queens. This is absolute madness. It's corruption. It's hypocrisy. And again, I can't emphasize enough how Lee has to stress this in the campaign. It shows that the uh, liberal progressives are against the outer boroughs or against Long Island, and it has to stop. The only way to stop it, as John said, is do it at the election vote. They have to do it. Ed Cox is a master of this. David Patterson's been doing it for a long time. I mean, politics, you know, we really can't always sit back and complain if we don't take advantage of the opportunity of going to the polls. That's why we have to tell people it's not enough to complain in December about how lousy things are. Get out in November and vote. You're you're absolutely right. I mean, to me... To me, safety in our streets. Whom do we trust? I'm going to say it one more time so people don't forget. Whom do you trust to keep you safe after the November election? And that's all I want. 
I don't care, Democrats, Republicans, I care about keeping New York City safe and bringing New York City back and having uh, 66 million tourists coming back to New York. And, John, I agree with you completely. And the story in today's New York Post is exactly what you've been saying for months. There's a small group of criminals, career criminals, who commit the overwhelming majority of crimes. And bail reform has been a main factor in that. And, and the judges and the uh, DAs, the DAs especially. And that's why I think Lee, it's so important. And Lee Zellin said his first official action is to fire Alvin Bragg. And to me, Governor DeSantis has shown us in Florida how that can be Tell, done. Uh, not everybody knows what right happened away. in Florida today, uh, uh, Peter King. Tell us what happened in Florida today. Yeah, listen, I happen to be pro-life. Whether you are or not, uh, you have to follow the law of the state. And the law in the state, uh, the law in the state of Florida regarding abortion, the uh, state's attorney, or just, uh, you know, our district attorney, they call them state's attorney generals, said he would not enforce the law. He would not enforce the law on, on, on abortion. And uh, so DeSantis stepped right in and removed him. He said, you well, cannot. Well, it got even worse than it that. It wasn't even it just was abortion. It was worse than that. Right. I understand he refused. And, and we talked about it. And you were in the studio. Uh, we talked about it with the, the people from Disney World, where they took a five-year-old and a six-year-old and convinced them they were transgenders. And the person right. refused that DA, or the, whatever they call him, refused to indict a, a person that would do that to their five-year-olds or six-year-olds, uh, have them change sex or something? Right. They call it gender-affirming care, and that's been uh, outlawed in Florida. So children cannot receive injections, hormone injections. They also can't get any kind of surgeries or anything like that. And you this, can't do that to five- and six-year-olds. I know. It's that's, abuse. That, that's, it's uh, disgusting. That's child abuse. Absolutely. And this right. state attorney, Warren, said, oh, I I'm, I'm, I don't care what you say. I'm going to allow it. So DeSantis said, you know what? This It's not up to you to follow what to decide what laws you're going to follow or not. And we'll, we'll put it over the top, though, and we refuse to enforce the law on abortion. So the initial one was in uh, Disney World. The second one was on abortion. DeSantis had enough. He's removing them. And again, whether you agree or disagree with the law, the district attorney does not have that discretion. You know, they have discretion who they're going to prosecute as far as uh, judgment matters, but not to say they're not going to enforce a certain law. And that's what's happened. That's what Alvin Bragg said. He said he that's wouldn't right. arrest people. who uh, He wouldn't charge people who are resisting arrest. He laid it out on paper right after he was elected. I'm not going to enforce these laws. Right, that yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is wrong. That is wrong. Governor Patterson, you're his friend. You, he, you, were, you were his mentor. What happened? Well, I didn't know him that well. but I, <laughs> <laughs> Are you denying you know him? No, I'm not denying I know him. Right. We're well, not that well, close, he's saying. On the issue of resisting arrest, sometimes there's a dispute between a police officer and uh, a citizen, and the police officer demands the citizen does something, and they don't do it, so then they arrest them for resisting arrest. And what Bragg was saying in this particular case is as long as there's a charge – if after the officer has tried to arrest the person on the charge, the person resists arrest, he'll accept that. But he wasn't going to accept resisting when there was no charge. In other words, just walking away from the officer. I didn't think that was a bad decision. However, I don't think that he's gotten out here and defended his positions. And that's why he's placed well, in the position he's in now. David Patterson, no, so he respects sorry, you. Bring him into the studio. He's the been in the studio. We're willing to have him in the studio. Oh, he's always invited. I'll ask him.
Yeah, I mean, look. But that's a, uh, and, and we'll we'll be civil to him and let him answer the question civilly. But with all due respect, Governor Patterson, they wouldn't be arresting somebody if there wasn't a charge to begin with. But but you have to you have to list what the charge was, and they weren't doing it. They would just arrest the person, and the only charge was resisting arrest. And what he said to the police, and they apparently understood it as well, oh. is that if you don't have an underlying charge, I'm not going to prosecute these cases. Well, they should have been arresting so, the person to begin well, with. Right, exactly. So bring him back and give me a a charge, and and then the arrest. The so we got to get the stands. truth from from Speaker Hasty. We have an IOU for the truth. I IOU for the truth from Speaker Hasting and from D.A. Bragg. Uh, Governor Patterson, we're assigning you that task. Oh, thanks a lot. Good luck, Governor. Good luck, Governor. I think his bronchitis just came back. <laughs> well, Peter Hill, King, John. we got one minute, more minute left before, or two more minutes before the break. Give us what else you're mad as hell about. I'm mad as hell. I'm not on the show tonight. I tell you, the way this is going, if I think it's going to be just good, I would have broken down the door to get in there. No, I, I think what uh, we, we have here is I'm, I'm mad as hell about the fact that uh, – the governor seems to be ignoring Mayor Adams. Mayor Adams is saying the right thing. We've been calling on him to say the right thing. He says he should do the right thing, but he can't do, really do the right thing unless the governor and the state legislature go with him. And they have to change that bail reform law. And when you have, again, the, a small number of career criminals committing such a large percentage of crimes, that's an outrage. And that's why more and more people are refusing to come into the city. I know there's tourists coming in. But I don't know how many people I talk to who say they just won't go to the city. They're afraid to go on the Long Island Railroad. They're afraid to go on the subways. Peter, that's an excellent point. And, you know, it's it, you have to be a little brave when you have a member of your own party that's in a primary, and yet you continue to insist that you get some action on the most difficult issue we're facing in the city, which is crime. And Governor Hochul, she was running on the platform that she's not Cuomo 2.0. And let's not forget that it was Governor Cuomo who actually put in the bail reform and passed it. So she could really differentiate herself from Cuomo by immediately backing what we're saying, just being you know, using be, some common sense. Let me ask the former, the former chairman of the Democratic Party, uh, uh, of New York State. Can that be the October surprise where Governor Hochul is going to make a change? I don't know what the October surprise is, There's but no what I would say is that I would suggest that the governor recognize in this election the severity uh, the, uh, that at people which, are mad as hell. Exactly. That's it. That's but Judge exactly. Weinberg, could she do anything by executive order, no. Governor Hochul? Can she? Yeah, do- she can remove that. Uh, no, 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 but not that. No, not the underlying bail reform law, the discovery law, or the age law. She can't touch dangerousness. Law. No, by the way, that I'm not touched. sure she's being 100 percent honest when she's starting to talk about the judges on, on what the judges say. Tell us what, he, what she said real fast. It's very simple. She said the judges uh, didn't understand the law, and I say to the governor, I'll be happy to explain to her that the judges do understand the law. They're mandated under that bad law to we're use having, the least drastic means. We're having breakfast with her August 16th. You'll, be, you'll, well, Patterson, you'll have the ability to say that to her. I'm not going to say where the location of the breakfast is, and okay. Governor Patterson, you're invited to, and well, Patterson has her, Patterson has her number, so that could be number three on your list. You can connect Governor right. Hochul with Judge Weinberg. Peter King, 
Peter King. <laughs> You've been asked for a raise. They give you no <laughs> Peter King, take Peter King, take one aspirin yes, and one blood pressure pill, and we'll catch up with you tomorrow. <laughs> John, it's too late for that. I'm going to wait the emergency room right now. 